power of the moon. Let's look at the physicality of the power of the moon. The moon is a satellite around our earth and it is none of the elements of any other moon on any other planet which is a query in a conundrum and many conspiracy theories are constantly trying to understand why is our moon so different the moon does not rotate as it rotates around the earth which means this one side of the moon is always facing our earth we never see as they call it the dark side of the moon we only are able to witness one side of the moon there are no other satellites or moons on other planets that do this our earth is magnetically pulled between our moon and our planet and therefore it gravitates the tides and the water within our planet earth which is consequently 80% water and therefore it is understood that the moon's magnetic pull also has the same effect on humans which is not surprisingly 80% water and so when we look at when I look as a professional master astrologer a certified past life regression hypnotherapist a life coach and now training to be a showman I energetically pull information from the Akashic records of source in which you have been derived from you have been pulled from to encapsulate this body to be encapsulated by this body and since you are part of the universe since you are a universe since you are one with the universe everything in our solar system of our galaxy within the billions of other galaxies within the one universe you are connected to and so there is a celestial language each planet satellite Sun and even many planets or dwarf planets have are a language in which soothsayers seers and astrologers throughout the decades and centuries have learnt to decipher and the moon in someone's chart now the moon takes about two and a half days to go through one constellation the constellations are from Aries to Pisces and so every two and a half days everybody born has a different moon 
Now let's not ignore the rest of the chart, which has an over 3,000 other combinations of planets and moons and sun and earth. But let's just concentrate on the moon. The power of the moon is your emotion. You're a feminine power, right? Your creative energy, your sacred, creative, manifesting sense of self through your gut, through your stomach, through your chakra of the solar plexus and through the mothering, nurturing essence in the heart and the breast area. And if we cradle this energy, nurture this energy and honor it, we can manifest emotionally what we need on a day-to-day basis. And so if you are an Aries moon, you will desire to be a warrior, to be a fighter, to advocate, to be independent and stand on your own merit. No one can bulldoze you. No one can take advantage of you on a day-to-day basis. You are very self-protective and protective of those whom you love, especially females or your children. As a Taurus, you're very protective of your possessions, in whom and what you possess. Now, if you have a a feeling of low self-worth, then you may feel that financial security is a possession that will bring you emotional security. But you are one with nature. You are one with the veins of the water that thread through our lands. And this is where you really want to be, to honor and gratitude what nature has to offer us, food, air, water. If it is Gemini, then you need communication. You need conversation. And you desire this on a day-to-day basis. In fact, this communication and the spoken word can come through reading news. Careful, because it can be gossip. And it can be an overindulgence of needing to know what is right and what is wrong. And so there may be a need to tell other people what their righteous and what their wrongs are, creating a righteousness. But there is a need to communicate. There is a need to teach. And there is a need specifically to learn. Then there's the sign of cancer. That's the home. That's the moon. The moon is in the sign of cancer. This is where you feel at home. You are very in touch with your emotions, in touch with your feminine side, in touch with the female, the mother, the mother earth, the mother within you, the mother within everybody, whether you're man or female. It doesn't matter. There is a need to be nurtured. There is a need for your desires to be met. Careful not to need too much. Always to give and nurture others. And so you want to embrace the essence of need, the essence of nurturing. And then there's Leo, 
Well, a moon in Leo, they are the ones that roar. They stand tall and proud. They're the leaders of their own identity around their emotional desires. Family is extremely important to a Leo moon. And a desire to have that family is, whether it is in the workplace, actually physically at home, or their childhood, their inclination, their aspirations, their impulse is to feed that family essence, that family feeling. Maybe you're on stage and the family is your audience. You crave this, you long for this, you yearn for this, but you want to make sure that it does not become such an ache that you pin people against you, that you don't share the stage with others. You want to share the limelight and lead others to find their light. And then there's Virgo. Virgo has an impulse and a preference for what is right, what is correct, how to harvest what they have sown. They're problem solvers. They need to serve others and to help them discover their answers. To serve others in their difficulties, in their troubles, in their worries, in their complications. But be careful not to become muddled and mixed up or snagged by problem-solving everyone's issues unsoliciting, unsolicited, and to careful not to overplan so that you are continuously in a complicated state of worry, trying to emotionally feel better because you are problem-solving all of the complications that could arise in the future. Do not get trapped in that absolute, because there is not always a right or wrong. And then we have Libra. Libra desires fairness. Fair-minded, open-minded, honesty, friendship, a trustworthy friendship, trustworthy connections, unbiased, unprejudiced, but they also desire that things are balanced. And in order for things to be balanced, there has to be an equal exchange of your energy and my energy. But often what a Libra moon can do is sacrifice because they need so much to be loved and to be liked. This is called peace at all cost. And you may become non-confrontational to the point of not filling, fulfilling your own personal needs. Confrontation doesn't have to be mean or cruel or dispassionate, objective or subjective. You can simply state 
your feelings, but you get lost in serving others, doing what they want. You lose sight of who you are. You become what other people want, what you think other people need. So honoring who you are, even simply by witnessing that you are saying yes way too many times. There I go, saying yes again. Didn't even give myself time to think about it. Learn to say no. In fact, don't do that. Learn never to say yes. And what a moon in Libra wants to do is pause. Mommy, I want a cookie. Pause for 10 seconds. Can you take over the job? Because Melanie is going to be away from the office next week. Can I give you an answer tomorrow morning? will be your answer so that you can get time to gather all of the questions before you make a decision, before you make a choice. Then there's Scorpio. A Scorpio moon does not trust. They hold their heart very close to their sleeve, very close to their chest, very protective. And when there's a feeling of untrust due to childhood experiences. There's a lack of confidence, a lack of faith that anyone can serve them. Anyone can take care of their heart and their emotional needs. They do not believe that anyone can. Because a few times as a child, they trusted that somebody could answer for them, guide them, support them. And that conviction failed. It was a mistake, an honest idea or advice that didn't work out. And therefore, the Scorpio moon says, I can no longer trust anyone. I'm too afraid that that mistake could happen again. And so fear keeps me from being too vulnerable. And therefore, the Scorpio moon wants to learn vulnerability that also has faith and reliance and protection. They want to be the custodians of their own emotional fate. And so a Scorpio moon may want to know more about you before they tell you too much about them. Makes them feel safe. It is a false assurance. And there is an assumption that others are untrustworthy. But they also have a sixth sense that no one else has. And that is fear can be their ally. Fear can also be their friend. When they feel that sense of stop, don't go there, danger, danger. Look into that. Is that yours? Or is it somebody else's? Maybe that person in your life right there in front of you has a fear that you're feeling. Ask them, I sense that you're afraid. I sense that 
you do not want to move forward on this project. I wonder if you have some convictions that you'd like to share with me. And if they readily go, you are so right, then you know, you nailed it. It wasn't your fear, it was theirs. And that creates a healing, a powerful healing. And then there's Sagittarius. Sagittarius need and desire freedom. Freedom of speech, freedom of thought, freedom of action, freedom of emotionally not being required or called upon or demanded or obligated to other people's needs. For people who are more human heart connected, this can be uncomfortable. They might think that the Sagittarius Sagittarian moon is cold, cool, aloof, unreliable, unpredictable, but it's to essential to understand that they are the philosophers, the travelers, the wanderers of the world, and emotionally they need the freedom to be that person on a day-to-day basis. And then we have Capricorn. Capricorn is the opposite of the sign of cancer. It is not the most comfortable place for the moon to be in. The soft, caring, nurturing, benevolent mother, child, emotional, caring sign of cancer. That's not to say that the Capricorn moon is not all of those, but it is more of a fatherly nature. It's more protective. I'm going to give you tools. I'm going to teach you so that you can find your own answers. I will demand you to be in control of your own emotions. I will not be required or called upon to take care of it for you. but I will show you how you can take care of it for yourself. And that might seem controlling for some people. You tell me what to do. You think I should follow your guidance because you can't provide it for me. Yeah, that can, that can come across as, as demanding that they make great fathers, great protectors. They are the friends that will always be there when you are out of control, when there is chaos. They are bosses. They are they are business owners. And you can feel safe with a moon in Capricorn. As long as they are not too demanding. Then there is Aquarius. Aquarius, somewhat like the Sagittarius moon, wants freedom. But more they want to be freedom to be a unique version of who they are. They don't fit into the, the, they're not the perfect puzzle piece that fits into the puzzle of life. They're eccentric, different, unique in the way they feel in the way they want to present themselves to the world. They want to be special. 
maybe a bit quirky and they want to be distinct individuals from others. Sometimes there's a feeling of what I call Uranians. There's a feeling of isolation. There's a feeling of singularity that you're alone and you don't fit in to the real world, air quotes. And that's okay. Because once you come into your own self and you are different than the people around you, then people accept you for exactly who you are. Whether it be strange, odd, out of the ordinary, that's okay. Whether they like it or they don't like it, they accept you for the way that you are. And there's a need for you to have a lot of eclectic friends that are very different from one another. So that all those different needs that you have are met. You also need your own, your alone time. You need your separateness. You need your freedom. You need to be detached on a regular basis. And then finally, we have Pisces. Pisces is also a water sign. And Pisces need to be understood. The Pisces moon feels invisible right from birth. There's a feeling of victimization at times because they feel that they were abandoned. Love was not to be theirs. Nurturing was not to be owned by them. There seems to be a misunderstanding between mother and child. And so there's a suffering that also allows them to heal others of their suffering as they age into the sage that they are. It's important for the moon in Pisces to understand that they feel the feelings of others. Imagine yourself as water. You have no shape. You take the shape of its container that you are in. And therefore, it's very easy for you to take the shape of the suffering, which is the container of other individuals. And this can create a lot of inner suffering for you. It's important for you to understand that your emotional, moody, every day-to-day feelings throughout your activities are not always yours. Shake it off. Let it vessel through you. Send it to the universe to take care of. It is not yours. You need to recharge on a daily basis, whether that be meditation, have time alone, sleep, read a good book, take a bath. Don't forget to recharge those batteries. The moon in astrology represents our mothering, our inner mother, our inner caregiver. It tells us how we express our feelings, how we behave on an, in emotional situations, how we respond to other people's emotions. And it can sway our day-to-day moods approximately every two and a half days. 
but when you understand what your moon sign is, you understand your needs. When you understand how it navigates, enmeshes, and correlates with all the different parts of your inner being, and we will talk about this in other episodes, such as the sun, how you want to represent yourself, Mercury, how you communicate, Mars, how you take action, Venus, what you love, then you understand the sense of self even more so on a deeper level. And if you believe in past lives, the moon, when it's deciphered by a professional astrologer that specializes in past lives, as I do, you can understand your past life. Who were you before you came here? What characteristics and personalities did you have as a very young infant child? Honor the moon. And so we will do a moon mantra to finish this off. I want you to sit and put your hands on your belly on the gut, on the stomach. That's where you that's where your emotions, that's where you will feel your emotions and others' emotions. Moon mantra for peace of mind. Om Shandraya Namaha O moon, call us back. Call us back and keep us close to the bosom and the heart and the soul of your essence. so that we can find inner peace, love within ourselves. I can nurture myself. I care for myself. My inner child I embrace every day. I honor my emotions. I affirm it is my duty to nourish my inner child. I love myself. I play with my inner being, my inner child. Self-care is my duty. I choose to let go of negative mental self-chatter. I am deserving of love.
every day. I embrace myself. Now I want you to remove your hands from your stomach area. Take a deep breath in. Hug yourself and a deep breath out. Rock back and forth. Back and forth. Close your eyes. Namaste.